What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right. Well, good afternoon. Uh, good morning. Um, good evening. Good night. Good grief. Welcome to the broadcast. My name is Willie Lawson, and this is to the heart of the matter. So uh, I, I, I just <laughs> last night, I you know, I mentioned this uh, when I did my last show, and it was last night. Um, it, it, that's what it gives you an idea of when I get a chance to do these, and it's eleven o'clock where I am now, eleven p.m. where I am now. Um, it is interesting. Um, that I said last night that there will there seems to always be something to talk about. You know, just because Alan Levy said back in you know in two thousand you know in two thousand eight that there'd be really nothing for uh, conservatives or Republicans to talk about, um, and I guess because he thought that Barack Obama was going to do such an amazing, outrageous, incredible job that there'd be no way to criticize him. Well, we found out that wasn't true, and we found out that the loony left has continued to produce things and people and characters to, you know, to talk about. One of them, and I've frankly been avoiding this person on purpose, but this particular remark is really beyond the pale. And I think that um, I, I listened to my friend Tony Katz. Uh, Tony is in Baltimore now. He was in L.A. now. He's in Baltimore. Uh, I listened to his uh, response to her this 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 evening, and it just made me say, you know what? I got to say something too. I got to stand with my friend Tony Cass. I got to say something too. And so that's exactly what we're going to do this evening. We're going to talk about what um, Acacio Cortez said, and and how horrible it is. And that, frankly, at this point, we cannot simply do what we normally do. We can't agree to disagree. Because the left uses that tactic on on people on the right all the time. All the time. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. No. And I'll tell you a little story about that, how I know that that's what they do when you have painted them into a corner and they simply, they can't, they can't break your argument because, frankly, they know you're right. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be back uh, with more of the program. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Uh, we are live here on Spreaker. Um, we're going to take this program, and, and it's going to automatically go to Spotify. It's going to auto- and We're going to put it on um, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we're going to take the program. It's going to be on Google Podcasts. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts. It's going to be on uh, CastBox uh, and uh, probably nine or ten other uh, ways to listen to it. So hopefully um, you'll do me a favor. Wherever you're hearing the program now, if you'll shoot me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com, WLS860 at gmail.com, I would be highly appreciative. That would be awesome if you were to do that. All right, we're going to take a little break. 
We'll be back with more of the program right after this. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. In America, there are three proven ways to build wealth. Business, investment, and real estate. All three seem to have high hurdles to jump to get into, but believe it or not, real estate is the lowest of the three hurdles, and multifamily real estate investing is the best way to go. From duplexes to apartment complexes, multifamily investing brings the biggest bang for your investment buck. My friends at Buy It, Rent It, Profit and the Landlord Academy are ready, willing, and able to get you going on the path of building wealth. Contact Joe Ebanks and Brian Chavis at buyitrentitprofit.com. Buyitrentitprofit.com. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our n number is 3 Six zero nine seven eight fifty two hundred. That's three six zero nine seven eight fifty two hundred. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Okay, um, if some of you audiophiles are noticing that the, uh, the program sounds a little different, maybe not as live as we've been, in, you know, for the past year, it's because I've moved back into um, another room in the house, uh, and um, it, it seems to not have nearly the echo, there's, uh, there's just carpet on the, on the floor as opposed to tile, uh, there's, a, there's a big curtain and it just, there's more stuff right around me. So that may be the reason that the, the sound's different. 
it isn't any, it, it isn't your computer. It isn't really anything that we've done other than just move um, from where we were. And uh, we were in the kitchen living room and um, the kitchen and the living room, a lot more tile, a lot more access right to bare walls. And um, so I think I think the sound is going to be a little bit more, a little more dead, a little less live. So and that may be OK. I don't know. We're going to have to we're going to have to listen and see. And again, if you if you hear the show, please tell me where you hear the show. Uh, tell me that you heard it uh, here on Spreaker or you heard it on Ball Talk Radio or you heard it on Google Podcasts or you heard it on Anchor, wherever you um, Spotify, wherever you heard it. Uh, I would really appreciate it. In any case, uh, we're talking about uh, Representative D- Democrat Representative uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her comments that the detention centers on our southwestern border are akin to concentration camps. Um, and you know what? In the in the past, people have people would say, you know, well, she has an opinion, and that's hyper, and that's just hyperbolic, and don't get all wrapped up in it. Uh, and then we sort of let it go. Well, you know what? I think that my friend Tony Katz is right. This is something that you can't let go. This is something that you can't let go. Uh, and I'm and I like Tony. And and I and, and when Tony was in, you know what? In, in our market, I love Tony. Um, he and I worked on, on a number of projects together, and uh, I, I haven't seen him since 2015. We met it right online, and he <laughs> he gave me a cigar. <laughs> And I well, I don't smoke. I don't smoke anything. I don't smoke cigars or cigarettes or, or vape or any of that stuff. But I tell you what, because it was it was from Tony, I kept it, and I still have it. Um, I'm never going to smoke it, and um, but it was from Tony, and you know it was it, you know it was one of those presents from somebody. You think well, that's that's something that means something to him because that's part of his thing. So. I still have it. He's probably looking at. He's probably going to hear this and go, "What the hell do you mean? Why are you throw that thing away?" Uh, <laughs> but in any case, that's what it lets you know that I, you know, what I really like Tony, and and he was right when he said, you know, that, this idea of of just saying, you know, what we're just going to agree to disagree and move on from this is ridiculous. You know what? I have not attacked or mentioned Alexandria Ocasio Cortez because she was a bartender before because she. You know, that video of her dancing, you know, I don't care about that stuff or how she dresses and that whole really ridiculous thing that she can't find when, when she couldn't find an apartment um, to live in when she, you know, went, when she moved to D.C. And I basically said, well, probably not, probably not. Girls aren't going to be able to find an apartment until she gets some money. And the idea is I was more concerned that some of the other women in the Democrat Party, Nancy Pelosi primarily, didn't take care of her. Didn't say, "Hey, come, you, you can stay. You can stay with us until you find something." Blah, blah blah. You know, apparently none of that. Took, none of that took place. You know, Elizabeth Warren didn't reach out to her and say, "You can take. You can come stay with us." Or you know, one of the freshman women, um, Oman. Uh, none of them reached out to her and said, "Hey, listen, we know you're single, and and um, you and and it's just going to take you a while to get settled. Why don't you come live with us for a while?" Until you get settled, no offers from the other other supportive Democrat women. That's what I thought was really weird. But in any case, um, getting back to the date to today's subject, this idea that this person, this woman, is is equating what's happening on our southwestern borders in the detention centers to concentration camps. Now, Tony Katz 
brought so, and I'm, I'm I'm going to repeat what I'm going to repeat something that he said because I thought it was I thought it was genius. There are major differences, and here's the first difference: in people were gathered up, taken from their homes, and sent forcibly to concentration camps. People are showing up voluntarily on the southwestern border and crossing the border. Major difference. Second major difference. Um, people in concentration camps were being sent there to do backbreaking labor, and then they were summarily and, and many of them were summarily murdered. Detention centers. No one's asked to do any labor. No one is being murdered. Concentration camps. Food was pushed out on a barely able to subsist level in concentration camps. Many starved to death. Detention centers, nobody is starving to death. Nobody is starving to death. As a matter of fact, they're getting medical, dental, vaccinations. They're getting taken care of. Concentration camps, scientific experiments were being performed on Jews and others in concentration camp. Dr. Mengele's stuff. Southwestern border detention centers. No human experimentation is being done with illegal immigrants on our southwestern border in detention centers. And to equate the two diminishes the horror of places like Auschwitz. And again, this is not something that we can just agree to disagree on. The only thing that I don't walk completely in lockstep with Tony Katz on this particular instance, in, in this particular thing, is that I don't think that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is just wrong. You know, I read some of the comments on um, Tony's Facebook post about this, and some people were saying that you know this is a failure of our school system, and they were sort of giving this this woman an out because they think she's dumb. They think that she's un, uh, uneducated. I've I've been saying for a long time, folks. These people on the left are not dumb. They're not uneducated or undereducated. They know full well what the truth is. I like to say, and you know what we and there was this campaign to say for a while, and Glenn Beck sort of sort of led this charge that these people aren't evil, they're just wrong well well, the fact of the matter is that's I wish that were true, but it's not true. These people are evil anybody who would who would know the truth, and I believe that she does knows the truth about the horror of of concentration camps and Nazi Germany. And would equate these detention centers, which she knows is nothing like that, 
nothing like that. That all of this is is wrapped up in some some hyper uh, hate of Donald Trump for political reasons, and that's really all it is. There isn't one thing beyond that. That doesn't make you just wrong. That makes you evil. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a political war for sure. We are we are in, in, in a cultural war, no doubt. But we're also in a spiritual battle. And we are fighting, and we are fighting the forces of evil. And I know that sounds all Marvel comic bookish, but we are indeed fighting um, a spiritual battle. This is evil. The people who would who would dredge up this sort of horror misrepresent what's going on at our southwestern border for political gain that makes a person evil. It's really, frankly, as disturbing as it is, and it is disturbing. I don't find any great pleasure in any of this, in saying any of it, I'm not smiling. I'm not. I'm not. You know what? I'm not. I don't want to fist bump people. I'm not. Want, I don't want to high five through this because it's disturbing. There's no way for it not to be disturbing. It's disturbing that this is where this is where we are in our country. We're not dealing with just Republican Democrat. We're not dealing with just conservative progressive. We're not dealing with just we're not dealing with just capitalism versus socialism or or, or, or communism. We're not dealing with that. We're really dealing with a battle between good and evil. We are. And and, and the lines are so blurred right now that a lot of people simply can't tell the difference. And I think that a lot of people just don't want to see the difference. They don't want to look at Nancy Pelosi. They don't want to look at Chuck Schumer. They don't want to look at Cory Booker or Kamala Harris or uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. They don't want to look at these people as evil because it scares the out of them. Because when the battle gets like that, you either win or you die. That's where we are. Either either good wins this battle for this nation or we don't get to have this nation anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Either good wins this battle for this nation or we don't get to have it. And that scares the out of people. They just want everybody. So that's why they say, can we just agree to disagree and not talk about these things? And well, you know what? You can if you want to. But nothing has changed. Frankly, we have been in a battle to keep this republic since its inception. And it's been said that we are just we're always a generation away from losing it. 
and the and the people who listen and believe, people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, people who listen and believe, people like Kamala Harris, people who listen and believe, people like Cory Booker, uh, people who listen and believe, um, you know what, um, Representative Oman and others, Nadler, uh, may indeed be that generation that does not save the Republic. When we get back, I'm going to, I'm going to say what I, 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 I'm going to look at what I think as has, has saved the Republic um, for the past hundred years anyway. And what's missing now in this generation. We'll be back right after this. How are you going to build memories? How are you going to keep the family and those kids entertained? Well, you are going to do something special. You're going to do something that you didn't think you were going to do. You're going to go to my website, fightbackmedia.com, and click on the Best of Orlando banner. And from there, you're going to be able to book all the best hotels and resorts in Orlando, get discounts on all the best attractions, Walt Disney World, SeaWorld, Universal Studios, and book the best shows, the Out of Control Comedy Dinner Show, and even the Blue Man Group in Orlando. You will be able to book all of those right there on the website. You'll be able to take the, the Bakke Creek Airboat Ride, the Wild Florida Airboats, um, Chef Mickey's Fun Time um, Buffet, and a tour of the city of Orlando. It's going to be a great time, a great time to build memories. Just go to fightbackmedia.com and click the Best of Orlando banner. Do it now. Build memories that you're going to have with your family forever. Do it right now. Go to fightbackmedia.com and click on the Best of Orlando banner at the top of my website. You are not going to regret it. You're going to come back after the summer and thank me. Thank you, Willie, for giving us the time of our lives. In America, there are three proven ways to build wealth. Business, investment, and real estate. All three seem to have high hurdles to jump to get into, but believe it or not, real estate is the lowest of the three hurdles, and multifamily real estate investing is the best way to go. From duplexes to apartment complexes, multifamily investing brings the biggest bang for your investment buck. My friends at Buy It, Rent It, Profit and the Landlord Academy are ready, willing, and able to get you going on the path of building wealth. Contact Joe Ebanks and Brian Chavis at buyitrentitprofit.com. Buyitrentitprofit.com. All right. If you're wondering what that music is, it's a it's a song called "Bent" by my friend um, Henry Strange. Um, you want to check out Henry Strange? Google Henry Strange. Um, 
I listened to some of his music. I, I was in a band with Henry, and um, he wrote a lot. Of, he wrote all the grooves for the band on Reason, and um, just a super super talented dude. And um, this is one of the tunes that he said that I could use, and um, so I'm using it. There you go. I won't be putting this show up on YouTube. I don't think so. Maybe YouTube won't have a problem with it. Um, that's it, 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 the name of the tune is Bent, and it's um, you can you can, I, and I think you can listen to Henry on SoundCloud. Um, a lot of his stuff's up on SoundCloud, uh, or you can just Google um, Henry Strange and go to his website. And there's a lot of his music on the website. As a matter of fact, there's some music from a band called Mod, the band that we were in, um, that um, features me on saxophone. So you want to check that out. Uh, or you want to go to the um, uh, Blog Talk Radio and, and search for the Modcast podcast, and then you can hear some of the Mod music, and you can hear some, some of Henry's um, handiwork uh, and writing the grooves. And some of my handiwork in playing the saxophone and the flute. All right. Anyway, um, here's what we have been missing. And I am not calling for war. I am not. But I I recognize this as part of our challenge. Part of our challenge has been frankly, that we have not had a generation, including my generation, that has had to sacrifice for our country, that has had to defend the nation, that has had to defend the republic, to keep the republic. We have not. I was in a generation of, of, of guys born in the, you know, in, in the 60s that were too young for Vietnam. Vietnam ended when I was like nine years old. Um, nine, twelve, something like that. And w- with only a couple of incidents um, after nine eleven, where a lot of people, a lot of our new veterans, decided to get get involved, uh, there hasn't been that national call really. Um, anything like the Korean conflict or anything like Vietnam. Or anything like World War Two or World War One, um, there's not been anything like that where, where, where the United States was gathering to protect the uh, the Republic. We have, and my generation, I'm 58, um, has been one of has been basically allowed to slide, to be selfish, to be self-centered. And to be singularly focused on our comfort. I mean, that's just the truth. To be singularly focused on our on our comfort. And so our our children, quite frankly, are ten times as bad as we are. And most of us have children who have children. Uh, our kids are in their twenties, right? Millennials. In my house, I am. I'm an only child. Uh, um, I had a stepsister, um, half sister, not stepsister. I have I have a half sister who's 11 years older than I am. So I grew up as an only child. I was my mother's only child. Okay, my half sister is my my dad's 
um, daughter. We didn't grow up together. So I am an only child. My wife um, is the youngest of four. And through her formative years, her big sister was gone. Her sister, who's closest to her age, was gone. Uh, her older brother was living in another state. And her, and, her, and her other older brother was in the military. Um, so she grew up as an only child. Her and I have one kid. So if you've got basically two only children raising an only child, you know that child is, is self you know what is self focused. My kid is a great kid, no doubt. But it's easy to see how that would be. Um, neither of us, my wife nor my wife nor myself, has served in the US military. And I don't think it ever I think it occurred to me at one point, but I don't think it ever occurred to my wife to to sign up for the military. And I don't think that it's occurred to my son. Um, and if he's going to, he better get started because he's already 28. And um, I think the cutoff is 35. So, um, to, to mean to get in. He, and he, he would have a lot of work to do. So, um, so we've not, been, I mean, all that to say, we've not been asked to defend the Republic, to save the Republic. I was not asked. There wasn't a big ask, um, and of course, no no generation since has been asked to save the republic, to defend the republic. So it doesn't mean, and 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 I'm not saying everybody. Please don't think that when I say this, I mean you. If you can't talk about anything in general, if you can't talk about things in general, you can't talk about anything. So it doesn't mean as much to people because it's not something that has to been that has been defended by either yourself or people you know. It's like anything else. Um, if you didn't pay for it, then it doesn't mean as much to you. If it was given to you um, as a gift or if it's something that you've always had, it doesn't mean as much to you. You don't covet it. As as dearly as someone who had to fight for, it. and that's kind of where we are. Not that I want to go to war, not that I want to send my kid to war, or I want later on in life for him to send his kid to war. He doesn't have a kid. I don't have any grandkids, but you know what I'm saying. It isn't it isn't that, but that happens to be our condition. That happens to be our condition, unfortunately, and we've got to find a way. For people to understand what we have here in, 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 in America is special. And it's unlike anything else in the world. Which is why people risk their lives to come here. This is why we are we are we are loved by some and hated by many, because of the lifestyle that we that we afford ourselves. The freedom that the, constitu the Constitution affords us the freedom that being a Christian nation, regardless of what Barack Obama says, has afforded us all these 330 plus years. So, 
we have to find a way to make sure that our young people understand what a special gift they have. And quite frankly, it is up to them to protect it. And if protecting our borders is part of it, and it certainly is, then so be it. And that the, that the detention centers on the southern borders, as I've explained earlier, and you can you can use these points. I got you know what I got most of them from from my friend our friend Tony Katz um, to explain to people that the southern borders are nothing 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 like concentration camps. And if they give you that nonsense about we'll just have to agree to disagree, just call them out and say, on it and say no, I am not going to let you walk away thinking for one second that this is okay. Alright, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to go. I was having I was at work. Never do this crap at work. I'm just going to tell you now. Don't do this at work. I am not, I'm, I'm, I'm advising you against this at work. Um, I ended up unwittingly, frankly, in a political discussion about, uh, of all things, President Trump with one of the people who worked in, who worked in our store. Uh, they work in repair. And at the end of, at, at what came to a, a head where a, it was me and, 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 this, and this guy and one other person who was on my side who was just simply not going to back down. And then he said, because he wants, to, he wants the pressure to be off, because he wants to play, because he, he pretends he wants to play nice. Well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. And I just said no, really loud, and it sort of shocked him around. And I said no, I am not going to let you leave here thinking for a second that you may even be right on this. You're not right. So we're not going to, to agree to disagree. No. So if you you end up talking to somebody and they mention um, that. We have concentration camps on our southwestern border. Um, do not do not give in to, well, it's just semantics. Um, Bloomberg writes an article that says, um, and it came out today, I guess, that, that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is not wrong about concentration camps, except that she is very much wrong. And I don't care how much the leftist media comes out to her, comes out to her defense um, to try to uh, ease the pressure. Fact of the matter is that the, the detention centers on the southwestern border are nothing like any concentration camps ever, and that's just an evil comparison for the sake of of hating Donald Trump, which makes her worse and makes people who agree with her worse. So no, we are not going to agree to disagree. We are not. We're going to call evil, evil, and that's all there is to it. And if you get offended and you get your feelings hurt, well, nothing I can do about that. There's nothing I would do about it. That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. The days of appeasement 
and and having peace for peace sake um, when fighting evil need to come to an end. Need to come to an end today. There you go. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So, again, I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I hope you liked the new room and the new sound. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.